Hello, St. Matthew's United Methodist Church and the rest of our community who's joining us online. I'm Pastor Kelly. And I'm Pastor Dave. And welcome to this week's episode on Advent and comfort and Isaiah. Uh, <laughs> see, Dave laughed at that one. Yep. Uh, I finally got an intro that was comical. Um, so yes, we are We are uh, first week of Advent. First week of Advent, uh, Dave has started a new sermon series. Um and uh, uh, I just got to tell everybody, uh, maybe I'll find a way to add these into something. But uh, Dave picked like the coolest graphics. Like I, I, he was like, Kelly, what do you think of this? I was like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. Like, I love these. Um, I, I love the graphics you picked yeah. and kind of like the yeah. templates for. I didn't pick them. I created them. Fair. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I was, I was. Uh, probably should have been more excited about other things, but I was very much like, oh my gosh, this is great. Um, I love doing the graphics. I love doing that. Yeah. Yeah. It's super cool. Um, but yeah, so you came out of, uh, Isaiah, uh, 40 mm-hmm. verses one through 11. Yes. Yes. Um, and, uh, uh, without like too much context here, but, um, I think Advent's a really important part of this season that we're, we're entering into. And Dave was like, well, duh, because it's Advent. And I was like, but Dave, not all of us grew up in this wonderful, you know, households and faith communities where people like taught me about Advent because I never grew up understanding what Advent was. I was like, when's Santa going to get here? Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, I think, you know, as we talk a little bit more today about your sermon and kind of the context of what's happening in Isaiah, what Advent is, you know, what this week of Advent kind of represents, right? But at the same time, I, I think that there's a message in there that is not only really applicable to, like, my own life, but I think as I've kind of looked at our, everything that's kind of happening in our community, our culture, mm-hmm. and, like, kind of worldwide, it's mm-hmm. like, I think there's some nuggets of wisdom there into, like, what Advent's trying to communicate that would be beneficial for us to, yeah, that we benefit from. So mm-hmm. without further ado, Context. In context of Advent or sermon. So you okay. did. You you were uh, Isaiah forty verses one through eleven, mm-hmm. which are. So uh, uh, Isaiah is writing to. Um, so uh, 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 history first. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, the the Israel uh, under King David was the first time they came together to become one unified kingdom right. monarchy. Uh, just after David Solomon took over the, the kingdom, the unified kingdom, and then it broke apart. Mm-hmm. Uh, broke apart into northern kingdom, southern kingdoms. Uh, northern kingdom was called Israel. Southern kingdom was called Judah. Mm-hmm. Uh, both of those kingdoms were um, um, conquered at different times. Mm-hmm. Uh, the southern kingdom was con- conquered by the empire of the Babylonian Empire. Mm-hmm. And in that uh, time, of course, uh, um, the Babyl- Babylonians took... Uh, a good number of people out of uh, Judah, out of Israel, mm-hmm. uh, back to Babylon. And it's to those exiles right. um, that Isaiah is writing. Uh, so, you know, this uh, just putting, you're trying to put yourself into that, into that space. You can kind of see how horrific uh, kind of a situation it was. You know, they were taken, they were forced to live, um, 
uh, among the the Babylonians and all of that was that was part of that. And the exile lasted, I don't know, something close to sixty years. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a common theme. Exile, exile. <laughs> well, if you're if you're dealing with the prophets, you're dealing, with, you know, you're dealing with exile a, right. a fair amount of time. Um, so, so Isaiah was was writing to these people who had been exiled, mm-hmm. um, these leaders of Judah, Israel, um, who have been taken away from their land, away from their family, away from their country, put into a foreign, forced to live in a foreign place, right, uh, under duress. And so Isaiah chooses, uh, uh, which is different from some of the other prophets. Some of the other prophets, see, prophets um, were writing, "See, you sinned, and you, you know, this is uh, <laughs> just punishment for your sins yeah. and for all this other kind of stuff." Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Isaiah doesn't say that. Mm-hmm. Isaiah uh, in chapter forty um, speaks words of comfort mm-hmm. um, to these uh, exiles as they live in this other land. They the passage begins, you know, comfort, oh comfort, my people, mm-hmm. uh, and then goes on to describe, you know, how God has has wrapped all of God's children in the arms, just like a you know, just like a a, a shepherd caring for their sheep, uh, or right. or you know, the a baby, a lamb cared for by the by the by the mother sheep. Uh, so it's very comforting these words. It's mm-hmm. comfort and. Uh, he goes on to say, you know, this is, um, you're connected to God. You're one of God's people, mm-hmm. one of God's children, um, and and you are worthy of that love mm-hmm. um, to comfort them. And it's interesting that Isaiah is not saying, you know, you should get even or you should be mad or you should be upset. It's just reminding them that they belong to God mm-hmm. and that God is still uh, working on their behalf. Mm-hmm. Um, and it very, it's meant to be very comforting to these people. Right. Yeah. And just thinking about how we would react today, we would react with, you know, anger and finger pointing and, you know, maybe even revenge and, you know, all of those kind <laughs> of things, all of that kind of stuff. But, um, uh, Isaiah is really about comforting these, these exiles. Hmm. Hmm. I love too that like you know as we read the prophets, especially in Isaiah two, there's there's some good, you know, support for coloring in the picture of like some of the things that have led people into exile in Isaiah, like why they're there and what has happened to them to kind of get them into that place. And so one of the things I love about how you're talking about comfort and that Isaiah is highlighting comfort, right? In this this character this character trait of God and what God is actually up to and what God is providing for them and what God is up is trying to accomplish is this comfort and that they're loved and that they matter and that, you know, this outside circumstance or reflection of what's happening around them isn't necessarily the only defining factor of what's what's currently going on. And um I think that that's a not only is that like a really wholesome and helpful message, but it's um when I think about the backdrop of culture my context, right? I think it's one that's all too often forgotten. It's not like something we focus on or we're encouraged to focus on, if you will, right? Like a lot of the mechanisms and narratives that I come in contact with a lot um, are not ones of comfort or that God is mm-hmm. God is up to things that are mm-hmm. positive and good and mm-hmm. working towards a, a, a really good thing. Mm-hmm. 
um, it's the opposite. It's fear, it's anxiety, it's, it's all the other things. And so I love that you, you highlighted that. So um, why don't you talk a little bit about Advent? You know, don't go into all the other weeks, right? But like kind of like what Advent is um, and then lead, your, lead into uh, week one. Okay. Kind of what, what the, the okay. conversation is there. Advent is a season that falls just before Christmas. So it's the four weeks before, the four Sundays before Christmas. Uh, is the season that we call Advent. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is a season of preparation. So we're preparing uh, for the coming of the Christ child. Mm-hmm. It's a time when we, you, you, you know, in the real world, we're preparing our, our, you know, putting up the lights, the Christmas lights, mm-hmm. we're putting up the tree, we're doing all these things to prepare in the, in the church, in the season of Advent, we're still preparing for Christ, but we're doing it in a different way. Right. Um, you know, we have the, the Advent wreath, we light candles, we talk about the things that um, the prophets, you know, talked about before, mm-hmm. before Jesus was born. Right. Um, what kind of hopes, what kind of dreams did Israel have? The what kind of things that the prophets talk about mm-hmm. in 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 uh, looking toward the future for this nation of you know faithful nation that right. they were a part of these those communities of faith. Um, and so we kind of um, realize that that Christmas is coming and that uh, there's something for us to get ready for. And in order to do that. We look at the expectations, uh, you know, before Jesus was born, and we do that through mm-hmm. the prophets uh, mainly right. in the season of Advent. So right. preparation, um, getting ready, and then all of the things that we can do to to make ourselves ready mm-hmm. for the coming of Christ uh, at that time, and then the coming of Christ um, today, even in our lives. Right. I love it. I love it. And I and I think too, like something's really fascinating about the concept of Jesus and the person of Jesus and baby Jesus being born, you know, and having been promised is, you know, we're so far removed from the event and the history and all the, all the things that were happening. I mean, there's thousands of years, right? But there were people who lived and died hoping for the Messiah mm-hmm. and hadn't happened yet. Right. And, you know, the, I, I think one of the things that's really cool about the Christian calendar, right? We've talked about calendars before in this podcast, um, is not necessarily the discipline of it, but the posture of like preparing and getting ready to, to the best way we can to experience like the weight of that promise and the expectation, the hopeful expectation that the Messiah is coming. Um, because we kind of have some of those chapters already filled in, right? Of like, oh, yeah, Jesus was born. Cool. Yeah, great. Um, but to take a second, right, to uh, prepare and to, and to hold that anticipation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for me, I, I think it's where there's, a, where there's a, almost like a direct kind of correlation is um, I'm not waiting for Jesus to be born, but there are times in my life where I'm waiting for God to do something and I am hopeful and expectant that it's going to happen. But I, I have to exercise this understanding and this posture that like, well, it's not yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's kind of like, you know, as we're now in, you know, Christendom, right? Like Christianity is, is a thing and Jesus has been born and, you know, fast forwarding a little bit, you know, 
Jesus dies and then raises from the dead. Um, but there's there's a direct correlation to the I think the life of the Christian and how we how we relate to this this season is um I don't know, I'm not trying to speak for y'all who are watching and listening, or I'm not trying to speak for you, Dave, but definitely thinking about even my year of like what were my hopes and my dreams and the things that I was expecting and wanting God to do that happened, wonderful. And what are the things that I'm still waiting on God to accomplish mm-hmm. and do? Mm-hmm. And um you know, I love that you're pulling from Isaiah because, you know, Jesus was promised for a long time mm-hmm. and people were waiting yeah. and waiting mm-hmm. and waiting. And, <laughs> you yeah. know, and, I, and, and we can forget that because mm-hmm. it's, you know, not only do we live in a culture that's like immediate gratification, we get whatever we want when we want and we have access to everything. Um, I mean even now, right? Like it's, we don't wait on a lot of things anymore. We have Uber and DoorDash and Amazon. Prime when I was a kid, by the way, even summon strangers from the internet and get in their cars, uh, you know, like Amazon gets me what I want. Like I literally won't even wait two days for Amazon shipping. I'll look for the thing that's going to be there at like five to 10 PM tonight. Uh, and Oh, I got to add $10 to this purchase. Okay, cool. What's available. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I have no patience, but <laughs> But yeah, like, so Advent is this time to like stop for a second, mm-hmm, slow down mm-hmm. and go, okay, well, what are we waiting on? Yeah. You mentioned uh, it's a season of not yet. It's the the kind of one description of Advent is now and not yet. Mm, um, love that. It's, yep. the, it's the recognition that Christ is with us. Christ has been born. Christ mm-hmm. has begun his work, but that work is not completed yet. Mm-hmm. So Christ is both with us and we celebrate um, the the work of Christ in the world, but then we realize that it's not yet brought to completion. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's still this brokenness. There's still mm-hmm. this stuff that we are waiting on, that we are expectant. Um, and so this season helps us with that too. Right, mm-hmm. right. I uh, Something that I love about, you know, bringing it back to calendars and patterns. And, you know, I I joke like I'm a, I'm a well, not young as young anymore, but I'm like a young kid with an old soul. Like, I just love the idea, like, you know, the Jewish feasts and holidays and, and how they would have these like celebrations of remembrance, right? Like, so they would throw these shindigs or observe some, observe something that like when God did something really cool, even if they were hundreds of years removed from that event, they would still like remember it and have this posture of like celebrating it. And I think this is one of the times, there's other times during the year that as Christians, we get to do that as well. Um, but Advent is one of those seasons, mm-hmm. right? Where to your point is, yeah, we know that Jesus came and, and is and is at work and and it's that now and not yet type of posture mentality, but this is also an opportunity to, to observe something that we weren't like there for and remember. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think if we allow it to, it can be a really positive, wholesome, good thing is good for our souls. It's mm-hmm. good for our relationship with mm-hmm. God. And then, mm-hmm. you know, exo facto, it's good for the people that are around us. So um, comfort was the the theme of, of your sermon uh, for today. And um, why don't you talk a little bit about, I mean, and if the answer is easy and it's like, that's just the first week of Advent. But, you know, we've been talking a little bit more at length about our people and the people we're coming in contact with. And I don't know why, like some years I'm like, okay, comfort, great. Like 
that's great. And we need that. But I'm also like, maybe we don't need it as much as, you know, but this year I feel like there's like a big need Mm -hmm. for people to like, be able to like hear the words of Isaiah and that like the thing you're communicating right now. And I'm like, man, I need that too. Well, you know, when everything's going great and it's been a great year, I mean, you're fine, right? (laughs) It's when everything goes wrong and when you're coming out of pandemic and when the economy is, is hurting and, all of these, you know, when when the things are going bad, you need those words of comfort. That's that's exactly right. Right. Um, and so um, the um, the while the passage, I, I chose this passage because it was uh, um, a passage that John the Baptist quoted um, when he was expecting Jesus and trying to talk about Jesus and the coming uh, and the coming of the uh, the Messiah. And he's, he quoted this passage and said, you know, uh, it's going to be the, the roads are going to be made straight and level and easy to travel. And it's upon those roads that Christ will come. And the exiles heard that. They heard that they were going to have an easy way back and back to Israel, that they were going to be led back, that um, um, the road was going to be made easy uh, for them and be made possible for them. And so it, it lets us know that Christ somehow makes that possible for us. Mm-hmm. Um, as we kind of look forward to John the Baptist and, and what he was talking about in using this verse um, and kind of comparing it with the exiles and with the, the, the reality of Christ actually coming into the world. Uh, so there's, there's that uh, connection as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I chose this passage because of the connection with John the Baptist. It is a traditional Advent reading. Uh, but as far as... Um, designated kind of themes for each of the four mm-hmm. Sundays in Advent. They there's not so, you know, we're not so rigid on those mm-hmm. things. Yeah. Uh, some people have heard of, you know, the four Sundays in Advent are for peace, hope, love, and joy, um, which were actually created by a, a, a greeting card company kind of, <laughs> kind of thing. There's it no, sounds very greeting card-y. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it does. Um, you know, and some people have latched onto them, and those are great themes, but they, if you look at the traditional passages, they're not directly tied, um, you know, to the passages. So mm-hmm. what I've done is is more taken the passages and pulled out themes that I think are relevant for us today. Right. Yeah, I, I, so something that I love about the concept of comfort, right, is, um, you know, I grew up you know, my, my story, right, is, you know, Christmas season was, you know, you put a smile on even if you weren't happy. Mm-hmm. Like, because the expectation is like, well, Jesus is born, so be happy about and, it. And everybody's happy. And everybody's this. happy because Christmas is great. And, you know, and, and you know, then, you know, presents and the things and the food and family. And, and I'm, not, I'm not poo-pooing on any of that. I mean, I am literally like the annoying Christmas guy. Like I'm playing Christmas music in July. Like I'm that guy. Like mm-hmm. I, you know, I, you know, forget Halloween, forget Thanksgiving. I don't care. Like put a tree up. Like let's, we're doing it right. Like all the traditions, all the food, all the family stuff, all the, all the goofy, quirky, fun stuff. If you took like a greeting card company and a Hallmark movie, see what I did there, mm-hmm. and you mash them together, you get me. Like that's that's Christmas for me. Well, and Christmas is the coming of of God into the world. Yes. God, you know, in the person of Jesus Christ. Um, coming to be with us, and that's worth every bit of celebration that we can put, put around it. it. But Advent is important too, and it, and I think that for me, when we're talking about the concept of comfort, 
and the and the verses you're using and and mm-hmm. this series we're doing and preparing. I love that you brought up John the Baptist, right? Because preparing the way, right? Like that anticipation is even in like holding all those things and then being true is like, you know, the birth of Christ, remembering that like my salvation rests in Jesus and that like the way was made easy for me to get back to God and be with God and like not just in that moment, but now forevermore, Mm -hmm. right? Like, and that's all wonderful and great. And I, like this season helps me kind of like intentionally like think about that in ways that like other cultural seasons don't kind of push us in that direction. Sure. Um, but I think at the same time, what's so brilliant about what kind of how you layered this here, but is that we're humans and we're complicated. Life is complicated. There, there's people even in the, the 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 story of this that are like living in different places and dealing with different things. Mm-hmm. And you know, the holiday season, you know, I can sit here and be super excited about Jesus, and I can also be remembering people I miss. Mm-hmm. And it can be a time of grief. Um, it can be a time of of bittersweet where, you know, you get a smell of something or you have like you're unpacking a box and you find a decoration that somebody gave you that's not with you anymore. And like maybe this is the first season or the first Christmas holiday where you're waiting on the birth of Christ mm-hmm. and to mm-hmm. celebrate that. And that person who is like a pivotal person for you is not here. Mm-hmm. Like this side at least. And so there's, like we're saying, like there's, there's these different places we live in um, and our lives takes us, take us uh, in, in different times and different seasons. And, and I think that it's important that we also remember when we talk about comfort, you can be seeking comfort when life is great and everything is going your way. You know, uh, when the, the road is flat and easy and you can also be needing and seeking out comfort when, it, maybe it's a little bit more rocky than I wanted it to be mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. a season of joy and expectant hope mm-hmm. is a little bit harder than it was the year before. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe this season for an individual is always hard. And that's, that's, that's not exclusive to any of this. Right. And like, that's why I love that you're talking mm-hmm. about comfort. Cause mm-hmm. I think, you know, maybe it's my ADD, Dave, <laughs> But like setting the expectations and like having a clear cut, like, okay, what are we doing? Right. Like starting with comfort, I think is a gene is a brilliant way to kind of walk into Advent. Well, it, it also speaks to, you know, all of the stuff that we get bombarded with all of the bad mm. news that's in the world, you know, and as people who follow Christ and, you know, we can start to think, well, isn't, isn't this stuff being handled? Isn't, isn't Jesus on the job? Isn't, isn't mm-hmm. hasn't Jesus come to kind of put the world in order and you know on the earth as it is in heaven? Mm-hmm. Um, is that not the case, uh, or are we are we mistaken? And this season then helps us to remember that yes, that is the case. Mm-hmm. That Christ is come to to bring a new order. That the kingdom is a different way of living, and that uh, in that kingdom all things will be made new. And Christ begun that work. He began mm-hmm. that work um, 2,000 years ago, but it's not complete. And so mm-hmm. we still have brokenness. And this season, I think, is made for the brokenhearted. Mm-hmm. Those people who want those things to be made well and to be healed and to be and to be as God desires them. Um, so this is the season that's kind of made for us to say, um, it's coming. Mm-hmm. And we can find comfort in those words. 
yeah. and knowing that we have not been abandoned uh, in this time. Yeah, I think that's where we relate, right? Mm-hmm. Is, you know, hope doesn't disappoint because it ends up being fulfilled at some point, right? And, like, that was the, the dig I took before. <laughs> like, all right, God, besides coming when? <laughs> you know, if you want to, like... It's pretty bad down here. <laughs> it's pretty bad around here. Like, are we going to, Messiah's coming, right? Like, it's going to get fixed, right? And, and you know, not to fast forward through the rest of the Gospels, because I'm sure we've all read them. Um, but even like John the Baptist, and like a page or two, is like, hey, <laughs> what the heck, man? <laughs> you brood of vipers. What are you, I'm in jail. <laughs> like, what's going on? I'm going to lose my head. And, and, and so it's this, it's this concept, right, of, you know, people were waiting on God to move. In this powerful way, and God promised to do it, and then it happens. You know that's why I love Zachariah, and I love you know the babies in the wombs, and like, like I just so much about this the the Christmas story, right? And Advent, like these this time of year, right? We it's it's not like I forget all the time because it's like it happened, and I'm waiting on Jesus to do the next part of the plan. Right, not not the not this instrumental part, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I forget that people were waiting, and we're just, and you know, later, you know, we'll get to the wise men, and we'll we'll more of the story of like, wait, the Messiah was is born, so we're gonna go thousands of miles to go see him, or mm-hmm. however. Like, I mean, just people do like ridiculous stuff because Jesus is born; they got to go see him. And it's like the hope of man, the, the the promise of God has been fulfilled and like the mm-hmm. Messiah, the baby's here. Mm-hmm. And it's this, it's this just, it changes everything. And I think like I sometimes forget what it was like before. I didn't have to wait on baby Jesus to be born. I, I've inherited that Jesus, that's already mm-hmm. a truth. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, like I said, that core, that, that connection is... Oh, where where in my life am I waiting for like Jesus to do the things that I know Jesus does? And sometimes I I forget that like, oh, am I waiting? Am I hopefulness? Am I praying for this? Am I looking at this? Am I a part of all that? Or am I like pretending like I'm fine? Um, what what do we call it? We call it active hope. We call it active waiting, right? Like it's mm-hmm. it's, um. But yeah, this is that season where that fulfillment happens. That promise is fulfilled. Yeah. It, it comes true. And it's just this earth-shattering thing. And, um, and it's really awesome, and it's wonderful, and it's great. And uh, my, I guess my my final point here would be, um, you know, like, <sighs> I need that reminder, I think, more than like one season a year better if I could practice. I mean, we can't do Advent every week, you know, but like, but like, but just that, that anticipation of like, oh yeah, God follows through mm-hmm. always. Um, And what an opportunity to take four weeks in preparation of this monumental birth mm-hmm. um, to remember that, oh yeah, God's a God who follows through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if we can see how God followed through for, those people at that time, you know, gives us some comfort and some, some hope, uh, that, that God can break through even the stuff that we see and that we experience. And then that prepares us, uh, for, for 
Christmas morning and, and all of the joy that we will experience then. Um, and then also this season is for, you know, for those people who are mourning a loss or for some reason can't get into the Christmas spirit. Um, this season kind of helps or is can uh, help them as well deal with, with that loss uh, in the midst of whatever it is that they're dealing with. I said final thought when I add one more thing. I got it. I got it. Uh, final, final thought. Yeah, final, final. You know, one more thing. Uh, no, but like, you, you know, you're talking about comfort. And I love that, that part of Isaiah because it's an active comfort from mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. You know, God hasn't abandoned them and left them alone. So if you're in a season right now, right, where it's hard and it's tough, understand that like, A, God is actively trying to comfort you and to be with you. It doesn't always make things easy or fun or less painful, but we're not alone in that. Mm-hmm. You are not alone in that. God is actively with you and is and is loving you and is trying to provide you comfort. Um, and then it's, you know, as believers, right, like that's why the community is so important. Mm-hmm. We are to comfort what, like God is comforting us, and in that as well, like we are called to comfort one another. That's the full expression of God's love is God wants to involve us in that. And so... You know, my encouragement to those of you who are watching and listening is, you know, in whatever capacity you can, um, you know, if you're a person who needs comfort, reach out. Uh, our emails are and and the website will be in the description below. And, you know, please reach out to us in contact. If this is a season that's hard and you need comfort, good news. I know quite a few people who would love to comfort you and <laughs> have you participate in, in the life of St. Matthew's UMC. But also that if you are a person who like this is a season where, you know, you're a giddy and you're ecstatic and it's wonderful and you're in like the the road is completely straight and, you know, like level, uh, you know, maybe also seek out some opportunities to be comfort and ask questions and try to be intentional with the people around you who, mm-hmm. who might also need some mm-hmm. of that support. Yep, yep. for sure. Yeah, this is a season where we can come together. It's kind of built uh, for us to come together. The traditions are there for us to come together and to mm. be together and to ex- experience the joy together and fight through whatever the issues that we have together as well. And so I, I hope that, that you will um, uh, observe the season for what it is. Uh, try not to jump too far ahead, but, uh, but exist here and uh, receive the comfort that uh, comes from Isaiah and that this season is really built around. Amen, brother. Amen. I'm Pastor Kelly. And I'm Pastor Dave. And we'll see you next week for Advent Week 2. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye.